0: One seven things you didn't know you need to know. I'm Kira Revens and this is the Standout Seven Ireland Edition. In the next seven minutes or so, we we'll look back in a week that saw a visit from EU Commission President Ursula von der Leyen, Rouse over the children's hospital, more fines for Meta from the Data Commissioner, and a whole lot of shocks in the World Cup. This is the Standout Seven from the Smart Seven Ireland Edition, and don't forget to hit the follow button to get daily updates at 7am. An Irish Times report on Wednesday suggested that the new children's hospital is set to cost significantly more than previous estimates. The hospital which has been built on the St James's Hospital campus has been under construction since 2016 but still doesn't have a completion date. Sinn Féin leader Mary Lou Macdonald wanted to know what exactly the hospital was going to cost and also when it's due to be finished. And it's been rightly teaching a lot of focus on your inability to build houses but clearly you're not good at building hospitals either. And the question that people ask themselves is this. Who sets out to build anything, no less a national hospital, with no idea of how much it will cost and no idea when it will be finished? The two of Micheál Martin was reluctant to put a number on the final cost, but with 1.1 billion euros already drawn down, he was warning that there'll be a further impact on cost from the current levels of inflation. I mean, I think you've asked me to give an, uh, an estimate of the ultimate cost. Uh, that would be a mistake, because if you're interested in costs, you don't announce to the contractor the level of, uh, 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 which you want to go to. That is the wrong approach to take now. Six. European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen was in Dublin on Thursday for a working lunch with Taoiseach Micheál Martin, an address to the Dáil and a quick meeting with President Michael D. Higgins. She's a busy woman. She started her day by expressing her thanks for Ireland's support of Ukraine. I want to thank the Irish people for opening their hearts and their homes to Ukrainian refugees. This is outstanding. And as she spoke to the door, she made clear that there's been no shift in the European Union's position on Northern Ireland. And while she's spoken to UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, there won't be any dramatic change in EU policy on Brexit. My contacts with Prime Minister Sunak are encouraging, and I trust we can find the way. And let me reassure you, Ireland can always count on the European Union to stand by the Good Friday Agreement, there can be no hard border on the island of Ireland. Lee <laughs> michael Martin expressed gratitude for the EU support and expressed hope that a breakthrough could still be made. Like you, we want to see a new and vital partnership with the United Kingdom, a constructive one, which will be achieved if we can resolve the issues relating to the protocol. Russia's continuing strikes on Ukraine's power grid have done serious damage. The country as a whole is suffering from a 30% shortage of electricity and the ongoing attacks have left Ukrainian energy companies struggling to find spare parts to manage repairs. At a NATO foreign minister's meeting in Bucharest on Tuesday there was an appeal for further assistance and generators from its European neighbours. Secretary-General Jens Stoltenberg also took the opportunity to reiterate NATO's ongoing support for Ukraine. President Putin is trying to uh, use winter as a weapon of war uh, which is inflicting a lot of uh, suffering Uh, on the Ukrainian uh, people. This week also saw the Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby, making a three-day visit to the Ukrainian capital of Kyiv, where he's been meeting with civilians and church leaders to show support during the ongoing Russian invasion. Meanwhile, Ukrainian First Lady Olena Zelenska was in the UK this week. She joined King Charles as he opened a new welcome centre for Ukrainian refugees in London. She wants the UK to lead the way in prosecuting Russia for war crimes in her country, and called on the Prime Minister to create a special court for suspected criminals. But victory is not the only thing we need. We need justice. I came to you for justice because justice will lead to the end of this war. Mr. Zelensky previously told MPs in Westminster that Ukraine was being bombed like British cities were during World War II. Meanwhile, U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said they're working to help repair and replace energy infrastructure that's been targeted by Putin. What we're seeing is barbaric, and precisely because Putin is not able to succeed on the battlefield. He's taking the war to Ukraine civilians, and he's doing it in a very deliberate way. Meta has been fined 265 million euro by the Irish Data Protection Commission after a security breach that affected hundreds of millions of Facebook users. In 2021, up to 533 million users' personal details appeared in an online hacking forum, a direct breach of Facebook parent company Meta's obligations under European GDPR rules. The Irish-based watchdog agency regulates any breaches that relate to GDPR in the EU and previously fined Meta a record fine of 405 million euro in September for breaches at Instagram. Meta are appealing that decision, but according to Helen Dixon, the Data Protection Commissioner, the size of the new fine is intended as a warning for other companies that process personal data. We ultimately imposed a significant sanction. The risks are considerable for individuals in terms of scamming, spamming, uh, smishing, phishing, uh, and loss of control over their personal data. So we imposed a fine of £265 in total, and imposed corrective measures which Facebook must now comply with. Recent changes in ownership and staffing structures at the controversial social media company Twitter have also raised concerns with the Data Protection Commissioner. Twitter's European headquarters are located in Dublin and Helen Dixon said that they're keeping a close eye on the evolving situation, especially in relation to its obligations around data protection staff. So far we're getting answers from Twitter. There is an acting data protection officer in place uh, but with each passing day, of course, the story is changing and the media reports are, are evolving in terms of who's departed and who's staying. Still to come the Smart Seven Ireland edition a week of World Cup drama and tributes to a Fleetwood Mac legend. Right after this. Welcome back. The Guitar World Cup has finally settled down to focus on football, and this week saw the end of the first round of games. Tuesday's big game saw England facing Wales, while the US took on Iran. The US beat Iran one nil to progress to the next round. After much agonising, Garrett Southgate finally played Phil Foden, and the Man City player grabbed a goal along with two from Marcus Rashford to see the game finish England three Wales nil. Southgate's men will face Senegal next, while Wales and the injured Gareth Bale headed home. Marcus Rashford spoke about that free kick after the game. You know what? I've I fancied one in the, in the first half, um, but to be fair, the, the one in the second half was in a, was in a better position. Um, and, you know, from there, it's just about being calm and just trying to execute what you, what you practice in training. Um, they don't go in often, but I'm pleased that I went in today. The big story on Wednesday was in Group D, which saw France beat Tunisia and Australia pulled off a 1-0 win over a lacklustre Denmark to join the French in the last 16. Australia's qualifying for the knockout stages led to huge crowds celebrating at 4am in Melbourne. But coach Graham Arnold was keeping his feet on the ground. No celebrations, no emotion, sleep no social media. Thursday saw history made as an all-female referee team took charge of a men's World Cup match for the first time in Germany's 4-2 victory over Costa Rica. Even with the win, Germany headed home as Japan beat Spain to get to the last 16. The biggest shock of the day though came with Belgium being knocked out of the tournament completely following a goalless draw from Croatia. It was a dramatic end for a team which finished third at the 2018 World Cup followed by the announcement that long-term manager Roberto Martinez would be stepping down. Addressing the media after the game, he could hardly keep it Together. That, that was my last game with the national team. And it's, it's emotional, as you can imagine. I can't carry on. <laughs> Sorry. Doctors have called a clinical trial momentous after it showed for the first time how a drug can slow down symptoms of Alzheimer's. Experts say licanimab works better in the very early stages so the condition needs to be spotted early. The study shows decline in memory and mental agility slowed down by 27% in patients with a mild form of dementia and the treatment could be available from late 2024. Catherine Gray from the Alzheimer's Society says although it's not a cure, this is a big moment these drugs are given at a very early stage of the disease mean that you have more time at that earlier stage when your symptoms are less severe. You can't put a value on that in terms of what that would mean to families and those affected. Christine McVie's family have led tributes to the Fleetwood Mac singer who passed away at the age of 79. Christine joined the band in 1970 and wrote many of the band's biggest hits including Little Lies, Songbird and Don't Stop. They sold more than 100 million records worldwide, making them one of the most successful groups ever. In a post on Twitter, Fleetwood Mac called Christine truly one of a kind, special and talented beyond measure. She spoke to BBC Scotland earlier this year and talked about the night she wrote Songbird but had no way to record it, so she stayed up all night. Rest in peace, Christine. I had a lot of faith in the song. I was just was afraid that my memory wouldn't hold out. That was pretty terrifying, actually, to have written a song that you love and then know that you could, at any minute, forget it, you know? Yeah. Because it does happen. 7 Island edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favor and hit the follow button. We're back Monday morning at 7 a.m. Have yourselves a great weekend. Written, produced, and published by Deaf Dogs. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right.